Now, this is one of those days where I have so many topics in front of me, I don't even know where to begin, but we're going to do our best to get to each and every one because these are things you really need to know and understand. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. We spent a little time yesterday talking about a few topics. One was the Club of Rome. And we're going to get into that probably on the second half of the program today. Got several stories and a little bit of background information for those of you that never heard that term. Club of Rome, who are they? What is it? How long have they been around? They've been around since essentially 1968. And since 1972, they have a number of, shall we say, the scientific and governmental elites. And you can imagine, it's always about climate. It's always about sustainability. It's always about control. And all these competing organizations out there, World Economic Forum, World Health Organization, all of these groups have the same goals and desires. And they they really want to have control over every aspect of your life, everything you're allowed to do, how you're allowed to heat your homes, cook your food, what kind of transportation, what, what you're allowed to eat. And of course, you you have to do things their way in terms of being inclusive, accepting, diverse, you know the terms, and of course, green. And one thing every one of these groups agree upon, the numbers may differ, but they agree there's just too many people on the planet and a bunch of us have got to go to be sustainable. Wind, solar, get rid of the methane. You've heard it all before. The name Club of Rome, and I'll say this much, and this is what I'll get into in the next segment, is very telling. The Roman Empire was one of the longest living empires in the history of humankind. Lasted over a thousand years. The goal that Hitler had in the 1920s and early 30s was a thousand year right, just like like Rome. I'm going to show you some other governments that desired a parallel to the Roman Empire and how they believed they could get it and sustain it and accomplish it. All of that on the second half of today's program. Now, a couple of other things that I want to talk about today. By the way, before I go any farther, I want to just take a moment right here. Got a good friend, great radio announcer, very you know polished professional i've got a few of those friends and i wish i could have been in their league back in my disc jockey days but it wasn't meant to be not that i didn't enjoy the work that i did trust me but we do some radio advertising here in virginia for the church and i think i may have shared with you one that i had recorded 
for the first service. And my friend sent me a a demo idea that I'll run past you for local radio here in Southwest Virginia. And and by the way, this weekend we've decided kind of at the last minute to put it together. Uh, we decided on Sunday, our small little congregation, yeah, we're small. I know we're new. We're starting out. After church, we're going to have some hot dogs and hamburgers and potato salad and all that kind of good picnic stuff in a bit of a celebration early for the 4th of July. And our service begins at 11 a.m. And I guarantee you, you're not going to have to wait until afternoon to eat. We will have you able to eat in plenty of time. If you're anywhere near Southwest Virginia, go to our website, trinitychapelvirginia.com, trinitychapelvirginia.com. You can find out more information about the church and our location. And as far as dress code, I think I might even be wearing shorts this Sunday just because we're having a picnic. So, you know, come and enjoy in, in kind of your picnic attire. And we'll, we'll pray for our nation. Be encouraged. Enjoy some good food and hope that I can see you there. But, but here's the, the radio announcement that my friend is suggesting that I use. And I may use this one next week. Might even use it this week. Don't know yet. Just praying about it. If we have the resources, we're going to run it pretty soon. When was the last time you heard or saw an ad for a church? You know, most of the ads we see these days are full of the same church jargon, and lots of them promise the same things. A friendly church, super music, great programs. Well, all that is good, but does it speak to why you should be a part of a church? For many people who claim to be Christians, it's a sad reality that they have detached themselves from one of the most important things to get us through this life, being in a fellowship of believers. Now, if you're a person who does not go to church, who has never had anything to do with a church, but you have a restless heart, things just aren't falling into place for you, and you're looking for answers, maybe you found what you have been missing. Maybe it's time to learn more about Trinity Chapel in Seven Mile. Ford. Trinity Chapel is a new congregation with a fresh vision, but with a time-proven, life-changing biblical message. Find out more online at trinitychapelvirginia.com. That is trinitychapelvirginia.com. Trinity Chapel, a place to belong. I have been blessed knowing a number of great people in the radio industry with some real talent. And what you just heard is something that is excellent, and, I, and I'm praying that we can use it very soon uh, here to advertise the church. I look at the open and close done for this program, another great professional radio voice, and they've done these for me as a favor. This is how these people normally make a living, but for this ministry and the work that I, I do, they, they have been kind enough to donate their time and their efforts, and for that I am deeply indebted and extremely appreciative. Now, I want to talk a little bit today about a few things that are really on my heart and my mind. I know we're going to talk about Club of Rome, and and really, saving that for the second half is going to make sense when you understand what I'm talking about in this first segment of the program today. Here we are. It's Tuesday the 27th, 
After today, only three days to go in the month of Pride. That's right, Pride Month comes to a to an end at the end of June. It's amazing that mothers that nurture our children are given one day in May. Fathers are given one day in June. Veterans that gave their lives one day in May. All those that served one day in in November. The birth of our nation gets one day in July, but homosexuality gets an entire month. A whole month of celebrations in the streets, in your face. We've talked about listen, I'm gonna be I want to be so careful. I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying, or, oh, here comes a hate speech. Bob doesn't, he's just one of those phobia guys. You know, he's a homophobe. Personally, I don't care what you think of me. All I care is what God thinks of me, and you can laugh and mock my God all day long to your own peril. God will not be mocked. And churches will not be changed on a vote of the congregation saying, we don't like what God said about this issue, so we vote to tell God he has to do it our way or the highway. That doesn't work either. That means you, Episcopal Church, many Methodist churches, many Presbyterian churches, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, United Church of Christ, a number of them, that have basically spit in the face of Christ who's on the cross for their sin and said, you're doing it our way or we don't want you. We want you to celebrate our sin. We don't need your forgiveness of our sins. We want to celebrate and continue in our sins. And sadly, that's the world in which we're finding ourselves today. The only good news that I've been seeing on what I call the pride front, there have been some pretty nasty things that have gone on this month, some parades that have just been revolting, disgusting, lewd, uh, just, just sick, just sick. Grown man half naked or totally naked in front of little kids on public streets. But see, that's all right in this world today. That we have to celebrate in New York City. We have to celebrate it in Philadelphia. We have to celebrate it in San Francisco, Atlanta, and all over the United States or Miami. We have to celebrate this perversion. And if you don't celebrate this perversion, they come after you. Let me tell you something in no uncertain terms. No uncertain terms. Many, many years ago, I'm talking in the 1980s in particular, it all started quietly with just tolerate us. Allow us to do the things we want to do behind closed doors. We're not going to bother you. Don't bother us. What you do behind your closed doors and what we do behind our closed doors is our business. Just allow us, just tolerate us enough. Leave us alone and we'll leave you alone. And many people warned then, no, it doesn't work that way. 
never has worked that way. It's just incrementalism. A little negotiate. Just give up this little bit right here, and we'll be happy. There is a movie. I shouldn't admit that I've seen it, but it almost kind of fits. It's called The Jerk with Steve Martin. He's now broke, has nothing left, and as he's leaving his mansion in his bathrobe, he's going, I don't need anything except this pen. Well, this pen and and, and maybe maybe this chair. All I need is this pen and, and this chair, and I'll be happy. Oh, I, 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 all I need is this pen and this chair and then some, some other object. In other words, I'll take this, but I want a little more. And what happened starting in the 1990s, it moved again to a new mantra. And that mantra went from, from tolerate us to, to at least accept us. At least accept us. Don't limit our opportunities because of who we are, what we believe, and the things that we do. All we knew, all we want now is, you know, we just want you to accept us. And we'll still keep our stuff private in the bedroom. But just accept us. And so, once again, we lose ground. Bill Clinton signs a Defense of Marriage Act that defines marriage between a man and a woman, but also initiates in the United States military this idea of don't ask, don't tell. Where in the past, engaging in homosexual behavior in the United States military was a felony that would get you court-martialed and put in prison. Now we don't ask, we don't tell. Just don't be public about it. And then we get around the year 2000, 2005. And the rumblings are beginning to get a little bit different as we close in on the year 2012. There's a new noise. We need to be equal in every way. Why can't we get married too? Why is marriage limited between a male and a female? Why can't men marry men? Why can't women marry women? Why can't women marry their dog? I don't, I mean, it just, it all but started. They didn't, they're not saying it yet, but they will. It's only fair that some states allow it, some nations allow it, but We can't do it in the United States. We don't get equal protection. So we demand that we get married too. And you must accept it. Case goes before the Supreme Court in 2015. The Supreme Court wrongfully, in my opinion, overturning centuries, if not millennia, of understanding of marriage and raising children and biology said, hey, you have to do this. Men can now marry men. Women can marry women. And states were forced to comply. I I remember having a discussion in 2017 with a church that was worried because 
their their beautiful building in a resort area was often a destination for weddings. And they were deathly afraid that what would happen with this ruling that had come out earlier. So what if some what if two guys out of Atlanta want to come up to the mountains and get married and they see an ad for our church building and the fact that they were charging for use of the building and everything else for weddings, uh, what do we do? Well, they were opening themselves up. And I don't care if they were a church. They were going to have to make some significant changes and, and no longer count on that income stream to help keep their doors open. And suddenly a number of wedding venues, wedding suppliers, cake bakers, you name it, who were Christians who did not believe in same-sex marriage were being forced to become a part and party to something to which they did not believe. We are seeing this today. We're seeing it today still play out. And here's what I find so disturbing. There is this attitude that you must accommodate us. Tell you what it shifted to. It went from the 1980s, tolerate us, to accept us, make us your equal. That's where we, we got moved to. And now there's a new there's a new place they're heading toward. You must worship us because we are superior to you. And a lot of people warned about that and a lot of people laughed about it. Oh, Bob, come on. No, nobody would do that. That's ridiculous. I've heard it all before. I've heard it all before. Yet it's happening before our very eyes. Can you imagine the year being 1973, Atlanta, Georgia, and having a pride parade? I can't. Birmingham, Alabama, even New York City. Even San Francisco would never tolerate it back then. This would have been a bridge too far for everybody involved. But incrementally, incrementally, one little piece at a time, one little bit of erosion at a time, one little bit of give us an inch and we become your ruler kind of thing. It's happened. And the month that had been traditionally for hundreds of years celebrated as the month for brides has now been co-opted and stolen for gay pride, and now they even, you know, tuck in transgenderism into the mix. As that is now being normalized too. The psychiatric industry, the medical industry has been taken over by demons that want to damage and hurt children. Somebody said a few years ago, and once again, I remember so many people now in the Atlantic or the New York slimes or the Washington compost. You know, it didn't matter when people talked about what the real agenda was. No, it's not that. You're just a conspiracy theorist. How many times have we heard that? 
How many times do we hear it during the last three years of the pandemic? And so much of what we said on this program has long been since proven true, and much of what we said is now currently being proven true. We're not the conspiracy theory people. We're the ones that just look at things logically, systematically, and biblically, and we can see a pattern growing and coming. It's like the signs of Jesus coming. They're everywhere. And now people either have to serve these individuals or they have to face their wrath in a courtroom. Terms like racist, homophobe, xenophobe, thisophobe, thatophobe, the otherophobe, they run abundant and white supremacist, all of that. It is all a beat down of society to reimagine, to destroy it, and create something that is evil in its place that will ultimately imprison you if you allow it. Let me say that again. It will ultimately imprison you if you allow it. If you're a baker in Colorado, you and if you do wedding cakes, you have to say that I'll do it for everybody, including those that biblically I can't agree with. I can't. I don't want to be a part of that message because it is unscriptural. It, it, it goes against the, the courts and the state of Colorado and others and Oregon. They don't care. They're going to force you to comply with this evil. And somebody said in time, before you know it, they're going to want to normalize pedophilia. And we were told a few years ago, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. That's a conspiracy theory. We just want to be left alone and we just want to be just like you with a marriage license. That's all we want. We don't want any more today. I'm sure some of you heard this. A parade in New York City for pride. And here are a bunch of homosexual men. Some of them exposing themselves indecently in front of children and women exposing themselves indecently in front of children and people may say oh they're just joking no they're not evil always tips its hand listen to what they were saying as they were marching down the street Don't pretend that this is just being funny. They mean it. Evil always tips its hand. They always tell you what they want next. And then when you call them out on it, they say, oh, no, 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 we're just kidding. They said things like that in the 1990s. Oh, no, no, no. We understand marriage. We, we just want a civil union. These parades have in many, time, many cases, many places, been a very disgusting display, revolting to be quite blunt, evil at a minimum. 
And then you start coupling in this wedding between homosexuality and transgenderism. And I mentioned that it's just nothing but recycled paganism the other day. I mean, look at some of the old gods, goddesses, Ishtar is one uh, in Mesopotamia. There's several others. It's the same demon, the same demonic spirit in all of those gods. These goddesses that can make a man a woman and a woman a man sound like what they're trying to do today with science. Science, I'm science, said Dr. Fauci. He's a mad scientist and he's to be locked away for lying to the American people and creating things that are deadly to the world. But no, that's a conspiracy theory. You, we all know that it came out of a bat cave mi- five, 300 miles from Wuhan and it just happened to happen. Biggest lie I ever heard. We don't do gain of function in Wuhan. We didn't do it in 23 labs in, in Ukraine. Why would our United States government be funding those kind of things? We don't, we, it's, it's all peaceful stuff that we do. But here they go down the street. We're here, we're queer, we're coming for your children. I can remember, what is it, two years, maybe three years ago, the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus performed an anthem entitled, We're Coming for Your Children. Only when they became the target of national attention did they say, oh, no, 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 it's just a parody. We really don't want your children. Then why do men dress as women and sexually twerk in front of little kids, but they don't do it in front of adults? Why is the urge to do all this in front of children in a library or even even a sacred place like a church because that's what demons do and this is nothing short nothing short of being demonic one of the seven deadly sins is pride and the fact they call it pride month we are proud of our sin We celebrate our sin. We demand you engage in our sin, celebrate our sin, accept our sin, become a part of our sin. And if we come after your children because we want them to be in our sin, you're just going to have to get used to it. We're already seeing the scales being tipped when these completely deranged psychiatrists are now using terms like minor attracted persons instead of pedophilia. Gradually, it's all being normalized. Gradually, it's amazing. You know, you you will never let a child under the 18, age of 18, go out and buy a pack of cigarettes because they're too young to understand that. But at age five, they can choose their gender. But they can't choose to smoke until they're 18. Do you see the stupidity in all this? Do you see the outrage in all this? Do you see the madness in all this? Do you see the demonic presence in all of this? What you need to understand in no uncertain terms, all of this is demonic. All of this is satanic. All of this is being orchestrated from the depths of hell with the goal of everybody slipping in 
to the pit and going down with all the demons as they are cast away forever. June used to be end of May and June, graduation season here in the United States and Canada and in other parts of the world. June, when people more often than not got married, started a family. June, it's been stolen. June is now pride cometh before the fall month. Even the White House had to get involved. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. (laughs) Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Year. Happy Pride Life. Yeah. Transgender children. You are beautiful. You are heard. You belong. You are understood. You are loved. And you belong. The bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. What many people do not understand, there is a battle for this world, this nation, for you, the children. It is a spiritual war more than anything else. And all of this is tied together. I Transgenderism, homosexuality, Club of Rome, worship the planet, the Green New Deal, Believe it or not, every bit of this is intertwined. They are not separate entities. They are one in the same. They are the same agenda. They are just different strategies and different fronts in a battle. To win. Destroy the family. Capture the minds of children. Take over education. Become the new spiritual law of the land. Yeah, a one world religion. One world government. And a lot less people. And only only the people that are socially acceptable can survive. The rest of you need to starve to death or just be destroyed. I'm telling you, this pride becometh before the fall month is nothing but a front to demons trying to get into your hearts, your minds, and rip apart your family. And they've stolen the month of June. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. If y'all didn't know it, I'll explain it to you. You're all right-wing bigots if you're not into dudes. We get 55 emails each day before noon reminding us all that everything's gay in June. Your new Apple Watch, your ball cap from Lids, the Walt Disney Channel's got gay shows for kids. Levi jeans makes you start hearing the banjos. Skittles make sure we're all tasting the rainbow. As queer as a $3 bill in Elton John's boots. Remember, everything's gay in June. All the stickers outside of the stores It feels like a glitter bomb at your front door 
They're selling man's rompers live on QVC. Queer Eye for the Straight Gary runs on TV. Move over, you straight folks, and give us your children to groom. Because everything's gay in June. That target your wife goes to on County Line. Even Buzz Lightyear is full of gay pride. As queer as a $3 bill in Elton John's booths. Remember, everything's gay in June. If y'all didn't know it, I'll explain it to you. You're all right wing bigots. If you're not into dudes, we get 55 emails each day before noon. Reminding us all that everything's gay in June. The only good news that I'm finding out there is a lot of people are beginning to push back. They're beginning to say, you know, some of this doesn't make any sense. Some of this is getting a little bit too much. You corporations like Kohl's, like Anheuser-Busch, like Target, and many other places. You know, I'm reading even, even Cracker Barrel, for crying out loud, got into Pride Month. They have been duped. They have been deceived into thinking there's so many of them out there that spent all this money, we got to get into Pride Month. On top of that, if you want to keep the bankers on the international scene happy, you better show your being inclusive and diverse and equity and you better show that you are into you know the green new deal you better show that you have an environmental and you better be good socially and you better love your government and love paying your taxes these world elites will use any tool in the toolbox to come after you and your family that's what they're in the midst of doing if you didn't see it i'm telling you folks in no uncertain terms they are coming for your children they're coming for your churches they're coming for you not just on the shall we say reprobate front of all this disgusting and sexually explicit behavior and some of it is just downright disgusting. But they want to normalize this. They want your children to be normalized into this by the time they're leaving kindergarten. They want them to be sexually aware by the first grade. Don't believe me? Look it up. Look at some of the curriculums being taught in schools today. It truly is there. Don't think that it isn't so. This is just one front in a multi-front battle to completely take over the society and literally become the one world rule. Videos exposing some of this nasty behavior. They just didn't take down the video. They took down entire channels of people exposing what the truth really is at YouTube. Because YouTube is run by reprobates. Come on. If you're conservative, if you're Christian, you're targeted. If you are over the top and you're into all this, you're celebrated. It's a sad world. 
in which we live. Now, I'm going to talk about another front in this battle and how it all comes together. And that's the environmental and social side. Not just the sexual side. We're going to talk about some other social ills. And, of course, we must worship the fragile Mother Earth. Do you believe in our mission and ministry here at Truth to Ponder? We need to expand this program. I need your help. Would you consider going to the website truththenumber2ponder.com? Truththenumber2ponder.com. You can support us there. Or you can make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. And the city is, the uh, address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. Zip code 24319. We got to hit this break. I'll give you the address again in just a moment. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. Gift recycling coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now, get your pen ready because I want to tell you how you can get a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, I get gifts sometimes that I can't use, you know, but returning them could be a hassle. So I have a personal policy occasionally of gift recycling. And and as they have given unto me, so I give unto others. Only the card has been changed. Recycling is good for the environment and for the holidays. You know, people will get the gift. They'll say, hey, thanks, Jonathan. Wow, John, that it's a plaque. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, I thought of you. It says to my dearest brother and Lord Jonathan, that's a strange thing to give me. Well, it just, well, you know, you can get in trouble doing that too, but especially if you give back the gift to the person who gave it to you the year before or one of their friends. But there's something biblical about gift recycling. You see, God gives us gifts. Of course, salvation is the gift, but every gift he gives is not supposed to be just kept. It's supposed to be recycled or given. He gives to us, not so we can just say, I have the gift. But we have the power of giving now. The gift is the giving. So whatever you get, recycle it. Give it. God gives you joy. Give that joy to somebody else. God gives you love. Give that love to somebody else. God gives you encouragement. Encourage encourage somebody else. God gives you strength to strengthen another. God reached out to you. Reach out to them. God touched you. Touch them. God taught you. Teach them. God disciple you. Disciple them. God spread his salvation. Spread salvation. God gave his life to you. You received life from him. Give your life as a gift to the world, the gift of God. Because gifts are not only to be received, they are also to be recycled. Want more? Ask for the Persian gift on CD. Now, the free gift for you, speaking of gifts, don't re- Well, anyway, enjoy this one. The Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphires, the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus' special teachings, updates on Israel, world events, and prophecy, and the secrets of strength and victory for every day of your life. You can give them to others, too, but enjoy it yourself. How do you get these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or... Uh, you can also I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation. Bring the gift to God, to, to the world of God. The farthest way you can ever spread salvation through shortwave radio. It's amazing. It's like sending a billion tracks around the world. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. And that's, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. 1-800-YESHUA-1. And that's it. Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct at box 1111, Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. It's box 1111. It's Lodi, New Jersey, 07644. I'm a little giddy here. Well, until next time, this is the Night Jewish Boy saying, Give the gift, my friend, in Messiah, Natan Olam, 
the gift of the Lord. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder for this Tuesday. Once again, a huge thank you for all of you that listen to this radio program on shortwave, those that listen as a podcast, and those that take the time just to let me know you listen. Now, some people have suggested I need to get a mailing list together. When you email me, let me tell you something. I do not harvest your email. Maybe I should get an email list together, but if I do it, I'll find a way to do it where you can opt in, where I'm not just going to assume you want to hear from us. I get a lot of email. I understand how for some of us, it, it when you get hundreds of emails a day, it's hard to sift through. And, and I don't want to be one either with the church, congregation, which to where I'm a pastor. I don't want to inundate people with unnecessary email. And the same is true with this radio program. I respect your inbox. And, and I want to keep anything I send to you minimal and to the point. So I'll, I'll think about that. Once again, we are saddened. I mentioned it yesterday that uh, KVOH is no more out of Simi Valley, California. The shortwave station we've been on for almost uh, almost three years. Their frequency of 9975 went silent on Sunday night. The board of directors had to make a hard decision. The ever-increasing cost of electricity in California makes it prohibitive to continue operation. The landlord of the wonderful site they're using has wants them off the site next month, or they had to spend a lot more, and frankly, the income was just not there. And so they had to make a very radical and hard decision to pull the plug. Now, some of the equipment that they have is worth moving, some of it is not. The antenna is worth something. The license may be worth something. And I don't know where their heart is, but it could be an opportunity that I need to pray about and and examine probably a bit on Wednesday, make some phone calls. I know that I can't, at my age, take on something of this magnitude by myself. But I would hate to see this frequency just eliminated and this voice totally gone. I know they had to cut back their schedules significantly because of the cost of operation. They have some transmitting equipment. Like I say, some of it is just not worth moving or rebuilding. Some of it is. Hard to say. Um, and, and I'm just trying to figure what God would have me to do. And so pray that we can have some wisdom quickly. I hate to see that facility go... I know it's hard for, and for those of you that listen on shortwave, it is not easy anymore. There's not as many listeners. I get it. There's some very good listeners, very wise listeners out there, but the amount of money is just not there. It's to the point that only large governments can afford to buy any of this equipment new. 
It's a different world, and there's not many manufacturers left that make it. I've designed some of that equipment way back when. Another story for another day. I don't want to go on too much. But pray that we can keep shortwave radio alive. It has been really the lifeblood of this radio program. And I think there could be some opportunity out there. So pray about it. If you can support us financially, as I mentioned before, make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, the city Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code 24319, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. We'll give the address one more time before the end of the program today. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about pride, homosexuality, the deviancy, uh, all of it. And it is just one piece of a puzzle. It is one front on a war against society, you, families, and governments. I believe firmly, as St. Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers this is a spiritual battle not just a physical battle a legal battle a court battle and there are things that we must do in order to beat much of this back number one don't take your school board elections for granted this is where these globalists and this is where these evildoers have gone. They've gone into the schools. They want the children because if they can control the minds of a child, they'll become voters, they'll become compliant. They become a tool for these agents of evil. And parents being so busy trying to make ends meet, buy new cars and big homes and send their kids off to all these clubs and organizations don't realize that they're giving their children away to some pretty evil entities in many cases. Not all, but enough. Hey, when the Girl Scouts are out there at a pride parade, you know there's a problem. Get involved with school boards. Get involved with your city councils and commissions. Get involved with your county governments, your regional authorities. Don't sit on the sidelines. You have to act. Now, so we understand the war on the moral side that just, you know, beats you down. Then we have the global side. And and for all these years, and it's it's amazing how this all runs parallel, We've been hearing we're going to run out of oil by what, 1985 or 1990? We're going to have no ozone and all crops will be scorched. We've heard the seas are going to rise and parts of New York City should already be underwater and didn't happen. Prediction after prediction after prediction. And here's the problem. They're allowed to make all of these insane predictions. And they never have to come true. But they're still being given credibility in mainstream media news and still being taught in classrooms. And it's the same entities pushing it. I don't care if it's the Club of Rome. A group of, you know, business people worried about the planet and its sustainability. No, these are globalists that want to rule the world. 
World Economic Forum, they want to rule the world. WHO, they want to control the world. And then the shadow bankers behind them all. The Rockefellers, Bilderbergs, you, you know, you know, you know. Oh, Bob, that's a conspiracy, really? Why do you think companies like Target and Kohl's and so many, Cracker Barrel for crying out loud, get all into the gay pandering? Because they want to have a good ESG score. They want to be known as inclusive and diverse and having equity. Because then they can get loans whenever they need them. If they don't play by those rules, their capital gets cut off. And a lot of people simply do not understand that. That is a fact of life. Club of Rome has been around a long time. It even predates the World Economic Forum. And they have made just incredible predictions over the past 50-some-odd years, none of which have come true, just like any other group. They don't have to give you right predictions, but believe us this time, we know we have it right. We know if we spend all these trillions of dollars, we're going to get something done, but we don't know what it is. All we know is that we need less of us, or actually less of you, not less of them, just less of you. And we know that carbon dioxide is a killer gas. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. And we know the earth has had higher levels in its history than it does today. And if it gets any much lower than it is today, plant life dies. Sorry, but that's just a scientific not a phony political scientific fact of life. It's a real scientific fact of life. You cannot get much below what it is now and have plant life survive. It will die. And plant life gives off oxygen. God has this balancing act between the plant life and animal and human life. This wonderful balance. And we think that we know it all. We know so little about this planet. But they keep making these predictions. If we, if we spend hundreds of trillions of dollars, that maybe by the year 2055, after I'm dead and gone by a long shot, that we'll, we'll save the planet. Once again, every prediction these clowns make is wrong. Always has been wrong. Every major catastrophe predicted by the climate zealots, earth worshipers, Moloch worshipers, uh, Ishtar worshipers, all of them. And it's the same recycled demons. It's the same recycled paganism now fronting itself as science, climate, gender equality, psychology, and as it beats you down, you know, if, if everything goes gay, then we're not going to be reproducing. And the number of people goes down, makes it easy for the elites to control. There are too many of us. There are too many of us that could stand up. It was said during the era of Nazi Germany and during the Stasi days in East Germany, there wasn't enough government there wasn't enough police 
or soldiers to to stop the people if they truly rebelled. They just had them fooled into believing that they were powerless. That's why they would knock on doors at two in the morning and take somebody away to keep you afraid, to never talk, never organize, never try. That was a psychop. The Gestapo did it in Germany in the 1930s and 40s. If the people had not been brainwashed and their students taken captive by by those elites of the day, people could have easily risen up and stopped all of this, but they didn't. It's a divide and conquer mentality, a war fought on multiple fronts. It is properly named the Club of Rome, not just because they were formed there in a meeting, but all of these individuals have the same idea. The Roman Empire just reimagined, that's all. It's a reimagined Roman Empire. Almost sounds like biblical prophecy to me. And I know people have tried to make, uh, you know, the the common market and all this, the mark of the beast, and it's difficult to do. And I, I, I don't try to get there. It's too, I don't need to. But I know what the goals are of these individuals, and these goals are not sincere. Uh, they are not decent. They are not godly. They fight for the morals to degenerate us. A degenerate population is a non-functioning population that won't stand up. The Roman Empire lasted a thousand years. And for years, a good chunk of those years and centuries, Rome didn't look fondly on homosexuality. They thought of it as a weakness. But eventually they gave in and said, okay, it's all right. The same thing. Okay, we'll, we'll tolerate it. Okay, we'll accept it. Okay, we'll embrace it. Okay, you gods can now be you guys can now be our gods. And that's what they did in Rome. And that's one of the many reasons that Rome fell. Last week I talked about the barbarians at the gates. You know, Rome got to the point that their people were so lazy and and so unable to care for themselves they were they were renting armies out of germany they were renting all these you know barbarians from germany to be their army and then they ran into another problem which we're having today but they did it a little differently they had their own version of inflation lack of money lack of gold and so they started minting their coinage with inferior metals mixed in to save their gold and over time, when the soldiers figured out they're getting uh, a bad deal, <laughs> yeah, they turned on their own government. The barbarians at the door. Moral decay was part of it. Complacency, part of it. Trading in real science for junk science and gods of passion and pleasure was part of it. Laziness, a part of it. How many people wanted to stay at home? I want to work from home today in my pajamas. I don't want to go into the office anymore. And I want a bigger paycheck. What do we make anymore in the United States? Not a whole lot. It's all made in China, Vietnam, other locations, Sri Lanka. 
Mexico, maybe. Not even as much there anymore as it used to be. All of these globalists, whether it's Club of Rome, whether it's World Economic Forum, whether it's the United Nations, whether it's their stupid, you know, global warming crisis garbage, now called climate change because all their predictions for global warming catastrophes have failed. Totally failed, 100%. Not one has come true, not a one. The world should be over by now according to what they told me in 1972 and then 1985 and 1996, the world should have ended by now. It should have caught fire. Big ball of fire out there. Global warming. So they just keep kick, they just keep pushing the, the end date down the road and saying we have to fix it now or by the year 2050 when your grandkids are getting older. It's all about fear, all about control. one of the hardest things to understand the demons that ran the Roman Empire and then ran it into the ground had infected several of the founding fathers of the United States because many of them believed that they could resurrect the Roman Empire and bring it back to its glory except this time it would be run from Washington D.C or wherever the capital was going to end up being. That's what I'm going to talk about on Thursday. Why the Club of Rome, the Roman Empire, and the United States, and to a degree Great Britain and Germany, they are all experiencing the same demonic presence with the same desired outcome this time, I have to wonder where it's going to end up. People believing that they're literally gods. They want control over every aspect of your life. What you eat, how you live, how many children you can have. And if you have any, they will raise them in their own fashion and mold. We have opportunity out there, but we need the financing to do it. If you can support this ministry, check out our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. Truththenumber2ponder.com. You can support us from there online or make a check or money order pay payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L. H-O-W-I-E Chilhowee, Virginia Zip code 24319 24319 P.O. Box 510 Chilhowee, Virginia Zip code 24319 Thank you for listening and God bless This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman To find out more visit our website Truth the number 2 and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.